Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Hey guys, Sarah here today. Our special guest episode is none other than social media influencer, creative (gasps) director, (laughs) my business partner (laughs) at my plus one, Tully Humphrey. Known for her abs and her brows, we talk business, life and dive into working together as best friends. Enjoy. Arrivederci. Wait on, wait on, wait on. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) said influencer. (laughs) Nasty word. Hello and hello. What's up? Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. Today I have a very special guest. Not only is she a social media influencer, businesswoman, go-getter, girl with the killer abs, a styly AF tastemaker. She's also my best friend, my workout buddy, and someone I want you to get to know a little bit deeper, Tully Lou Humphrey. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. That's a ridiculously long intro, (laughs) but I'll take it. I had to say something extremely kind. Yeah, you did. Considering you're sitting opposite me, 110%. There's no mediator (laughs) here to uh, break up any conflict we may have. It's like full on raw conversations with Tully and Sarah. I'm excited for this one, guys. It's going to be exciting. Now, I do want to touch base on business and because I know that's what people want to hear from you, but I also want to give the other side of you who is my best friend and a little bit more personal because all the podcasts you have done are all like business, eating disorder and all that. Mm -hmm. So like let's try and explore some other areas of Tully Humphrey. Okay, let's do it. Fuck, now I'm nervous. (laughs) Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Oh, I might grill you a little bit. Um, First of all, I did want to ask, what is your favourite, one of your favourite memories of us? We get to do a lot of cool shit together. Um, Probably favourite memories. I think one of the things that always comes to mind is travelling, I think, as well. Um, Obviously, we get to travel a lot being business partners and friends and it ends up being more of like, I mean, it's obviously for work, but it ends up being more of a holiday kind of vibe. And I think a lot of memories that we've created that I can think of like laughs and like fun and like, you know, when you're overseas and you kind of let loose a little bit more, I feel like they would have to be probably the best memories. And also going, I know we're going Keeping a it very PG rated with. <laughs> no, I know. Loose on <laughs> I <don't> overseas <laughs> trips. Um, but like I think and then going like more deep if this is going to be like a deep conversation, mm-hmm. which we want, I think also probably the best memories are probably – like the memories when, um, you know, when you hit fucking like rock bottom and you need your friend to be there, you're always there or vice versa. I'm always there. And it's probably not the best memories, but it kind of like sparks this thing inside you that you're like, oh shit, like there is someone that like actually care, like, you know, like cares for you and is going to help you and stuff like that. So I probably have to say best memories, holidays, like and all that kind of stuff. And then the shit times when, you know, um, you know, there might be some times where I've hit rock bottom and I absolutely do not want to see anyone. I like lock myself in my apartment, like you're about to have a breakdown and the next minute Sarah's knocking on my door and I'm like, Legitimately I'm not home. uninvited. <laughs> yeah. I knock on her door. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not home. I'm not home. Go away. Um, I think they're probably things that always like, I don't know, kind of good memories but they're shit mm. too, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, I'd probably have to say that. And likewise, yeah. I um, I'd if, hope you'd say that too. <laughs> I, I yesterday I even said to you I was I was in a uh, active class and the person was like from Soul Cycle in America and I was like Tully he touched me so deep and it was like who's your person your go to person and I was like that's you and um even yesterday you took one for the team for me and you had to rock up and see my ex and yeah I was like, which was awkward and. Uh, 
um, X if you're listening. Hmm. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Snap. Yeah, snap salty. <laughs> See, I told salty. you. Yeah, I told you this was going to get deep. And yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. No, but it is honestly one of the questions we probably get asked the most is business and friendship. Yeah. How, how, uh, how do you work w- with each other? How do you spend so much time together? Like, I've and had how numer- are you still friends? Exactly. Yeah, I've had numerous go- people come up to me and they're like, oh, I'm so jealous of yours and Tully's relationship. Yeah. And I'm sure you've got that yeah, too. Yeah, 100%. And I'm just like, oh, really? Like, isn't this just how normal, normal best friends? Yeah. But now I realise mm. people don't. We do. Yeah. I don't know what it we is. We have this strange, like, bond. It's really bizarre. But, yeah, I get girl. like, I get people all the time. They're like, how, like, how do you work with your best friend? Like, there's no way I could have a business partner as a best friend. It's like, well, it just kind of works. Like, yeah, and not saying that it's not hard and I'm not saying it's easy and you have the days where it's like you want to kill each other, but, like, it just kind of works, which is nice. <laughs> we definitely do want to kill each other. Yeah. We actually nearly did this morning <laughs> prior to this podcast. I was like, do I even want to be in Telly's company and yeah, do this podcast know, right? today? And I was like, no. So but we get over it quickly, exactly. so it's fine. We, we, we did go have an acai bowl with each other yeah. after, straight after. I was after. hungry, so <laughs> I'm not going to say no to food or an acai bowl, to be fair. Would you suggest to people wanting to start a business or uh, – even exploring the idea with their friends to go into business with friends or family? Um, It's such a hard question. I get asked this all the time and, again, like we have this weird special bond. It's like, guys, it's like kind of not normal like to have this friendship and like Sarah said, we get asked all the time like how do you maintain that and how is it like you still friends? Um, I mean if – like I'm all for people that want to start businesses hundred percent. And a lot of people probably can't start a business by themselves because maybe they don't have the confidence. They're like fearful or, um, they might be like for me, like I know my strengths, um, um, maybe Sarah's weaknesses or Sarah's strengths are definitely my weaknesses. So it's good to like, um, have a partner in crime in that way. Uh, and I mean, if you find a friend that is on the same page as you hundred percent, you've got a relationship like us and it works then amazing. Like we've got friends who are business partners and it works family. Again, it can be a little bit hard. Both Sarah and I have both worked with family (laughs) members before and gee, it's hard because like, um, their family, right? And it's just, you know, you can talk to them in a certain way and you know that they're not going to hate you and you can treat them a certain way and you know they'll be there tomorrow. They're very opinionated, I feel. Oh, 100%. And we have this discussion all the time. They're very opinionative and, like, it can be hard. But I'm I'm all for it. If you find the right person and you know, like, you know what I talk about all the time in business or in life, I'm always like, you know that gut feeling you get? Like, that's either a yes or it's a no. And you guys know, like, that gut feeling's never wrong. So I would just go by that in regards to what person you should have a business with, I suppose. I heard recently a quote, um, a similar question was put to Gary V. Uh, he's like a famous New York entrepreneur media dude and they said about going into work with a friendship and what if the um, company ends, dissolves and he's like and then the friendship dissolves mm. and he goes, well, then your friendship wasn't as strong as you, what you thought it yeah. was before you went into business. 100% and we get like like people say that all the time like if there wasn't Hallelujah, would you guys still be friends? Uh, 100%. Absolutely would be still be friends. You're my wing woman. Yeah, <laughs> especially after yesterday. That was <laughs> awkward. But no, um, 100%. Like there's, you know, initially it'd be sad. Like it would. Mm. It'd be sad and you'd be like, oh, but, you know, like what we were talking about before, it's the memories and the journey you went on. And f- definitely I've seen Sarah grow since the first time I met her to where she is now and vice versa. Like I've definitely grown as a person, a businesswoman, everything. Um, so yeah, the friendship I, means more than the business. Oh, and I think, 100%. I think that's where we're both on the same path. Yeah. Like we're, I wouldn't say spiritual, but we love yoga. We do all that yeah. kind of stuff. And we know there's a bigger meaning to oh, life than just work. hundred percent. And like, you know, in business, you go through those ups and downs. And at the time you're like, that was so shit. And like, I'm so stressed and anxious, but there's always a lesson from going through that. So, um, and I suppose that's where I'll spiritual kind of like awareness yeah, comes out it's definitely. like you always learn from those um kind of things and yeah it just works speaking of highs and lows in business what are some of your highs mm-hmm. that you 
would like to share and yeah. lows? Um, I mean, a high definitely would be seeing Tullyloo on the Mercedes-Benz fashion that was huge. runway. That is massive. And, like, as a young girl, like, I've always wanted to be a designer. I've always wanted to work in fashion. And then when I started designing activewear, like, you know, you always want to see your stuff on the runway. But then when I started designing activewear, I was like, oh, no chance is, you know, this label ever going to be on the runway because it's activewear, right? Like, it's sportswear. Mm. But obviously, like, as you guys are all aware, that sportswear is very much daywear now. And it is a thing. It's like a billion dollar industry. So to have like a activewear runway show is like amazing. And that's where we got to see the stuff on the runway. And it was like a tingly moment. I was so proud of you. Yeah. That that whole experience. I was just like far out. Like not only are people wearing shit I've designed and like created, but it's on the runway. Like that stuff's wild. Like like a young girl's dream. Like Mm. if you wanted to be, it's like a dream, right? So that would probably be one of my highs. I mean, there's so many highs, but that would have to probably be like, one of my favorites, I would have to say. Um, another high would be, I I still like proud of this moment. At the time, like you're like, yeah, 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 it happened, it happened. Then when you sit back and think of it, it's kind of cool. I liked doing the collaboration with Soul Cycle. That was amazing. That's amazing. Like it's if you guys don't know Soul Cycle, it's like an international. We fucking hustled hard for that. Yeah, and I mean that's everything what I'm we've proud done, of. we've hustled for. Yeah. To be fair, like if anyone's listening now and be like, you guys like take we hustle like like that should be our middle name, right? Yeah. Like it's just like we hustle. So shit doesn't just come to us. We like like hustle we we've got nose 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 and we just keep going back every day every day that's it um, so I think that was probably like a high moment just to see like, you know, people like people that we look up to, like Angela Davis, like Rocking who it. is a freaking like I look up to her like there's no tomorrow. Like she's amazing. And then to see her wearing the pants and all that stuff, it's like, whoa. And she's like an ambassador for like Nike. Now she is. And I think maybe she, I don't know, Nike, if you're listening, <laughs> maybe she wasn't wearing Telly Lou. But like um, to see people like that wear the brand and then see like it go to that international kind of scale again is kind of cool. And I think probably lows. I mean, there's so many lows and like um, I'm funny please, like that. not I, so many. Please. No, no, no. Like, the, but like there are like some like, you know, like you might get a whole batch of like faulty leggings yeah. and stuff like that. Like that's a low for me because I'm like how did that happen? Um, and stuff like that happens all the time. Not like faulty leggings but stuff that just kind of slips through your fingers and then you find out and it's like, oh, that's a low. Um, but I'd have to say probably – uh, what's a low? I mean, like, like legal things, hundred percent is a low. Like you, like I don't know if you guys listen to the Lola Berry podcast we're on, but we're talking about a legal battle that we're going through in China at the moment, and that's probably a low because it's. I mean, I don't want to go into detail, but it's a low. Like it's money that you don't want to have to spend, and it's it's been three years. It's been expensive, yeah. and it's like it's either make or break us. Like if these people win in China, we have to completely rebrand and name the brand something else, and it's shit. It's like seven years of marketing and brand awareness is going to go down the drain, literally. And it's something where it's definitely exploring because that was a part of our uh, argument, disagreement, oh. conversation this morning. Yeah, I mean it's like stressful so that's probably one of my main lows I'd have mm. to say. And, yeah, I think that's probably about it. And where do you see us in the next year? Like I yeah. know we have a trip upcoming to mm-hmm. LA, New York. Yeah. And so what you as designer, mm-hmm. where do you see the brand growing in the next year to two years and yeah goals I think for the brand I would love to well I we're currently kind of like rebranding a little bit I'd kind of I really want to focus more on like when I'm designing designing more for like diversity and like norm I don't want to use the word I don't even know how to explain but I don't want to use the word normal and I don't I never want to use the word plus size um, because I don't think they should be like it should be a cat. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, what's you don't, the word? Yeah. I don't want to have to label people, it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I don't want to label any body size, anything like that because I think the body's amazing and I think any size that you are, it doesn't matter. It's what's in the inside that matters. So I hate labeling stuff but I really like to focus on doing the ranges and to like diversity and like different sizes and make sure we cater for each size and each woman so that makes them feel comfortable confident, comfortable Mm. and want to work out. So I really want to focus on that, Um, which I think like 
I think is an important thing in this day and age, 100%, because I think a lot of brands now are getting aware of that. And to be honest, like, you know, it's 80% of the population, like not many girls are stick thin models like the people that we shoot. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of want to focus on more. I think the whole the whole industry of fashion is moving away from that chic. Hundred percent. But like I said before, yeah, I don't want to have to call it plus size. I don't want to call. I don't want to label anything because I think that's not fair. So if anyone has any recommendations of what we can call it, like let us know. Like DM me, DM Sarah, comment below. Like we would really, really love to know because that's something I'm really passionate about. And if you guys know um, what I, you know, my past and stuff. Obviously, I had an eating disorder, anorexia, and stuff like that, and. I'm so passionate about body image that I just really want to focus on that, I think. And then I think I said this the other day in another podcast, this isn't to do with the range, but I'd love to create like a body image program or do more things towards, especially younger women. Definitely. Social media and stuff like that is crazy and it's wild. And um, I just would love to kind of speak more about body awareness and body image and kind of get the message across that body, what you look like on the outside it doesn't mean shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and it's so crazy how as women, I mean men as well, that we really focus on our appearance and being Get so hung up on it. Like that's yeah. our culture that it's, it's like shit. all your external appearance. Yeah, it's so crap. So I really want to focus on doing more of that and incorporate that into the brand somehow. It's so hard though. Like I remember growing up and my mum even saying um, it's not um, – like what you wear or how good no. your body was, Sarah. Like that's not how people are going to remember you. It's how you used to make them feel. Yeah, but as a as a teenager, oh, no way. It's like no. I want to impress that guy and I want yeah. to impress that girl by wearing this. Like it's I want so, Gucci. I want Balenciaga. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like I like I just and obviously a lot of my eating disorder when I was younger was I thought I had to look a certain way in order to be loved or in order yeah. to be successful or, or in order to be like liked it was Mm. and it's crazy to me that I used to think that but constantly that's what I would always think about so I really would love to do incorporate more of that into the brand and I think by us designing a little bit more like into the you know different size ranges and all that kind of stuff diversity and um all that stuff it's good just going back and touching base on mental health and your eating disorder and all that do you personally think that it's going to be something that you carry for the rest of your life or do you think it's something that's happened in your past, you've dealt with Mm -hmm. it, you've completely healed that trauma, if I call it that? Yeah. Um, I, at the, like, 100%, like, I've definitely passed it and stuff Mm. like that, but I've been told by many, and I get triggered, like, but I've been told by many psychologists and therapists that something in my life could spark up, like a death, a breakup, stress anxiety that I have to be really careful not to slip back mm-hmm. and I I'd be sitting here lying if I said that hasn't happened 110% happens and you know sometimes like um like especially when I get stressed or anxious or something happens in my life I automatically can feel myself slipping back to that and I just have to make sure that I'm in the correct headspace I'm doing yoga I'm doing meditation and I'm aware of when I'm doing that because I can quickly snap myself out but 100%, like I've definitely healed, but I know when I'm slipping back and can slip back. As a friend, I've I've noticed it a couple of times with you. If mm. you're going through highly stressed situations, mm. I can see that you're like, oh, no, like I'm doing an exercise and mm. you, you're probably not as willing to come out to dinners or lunches or something yeah. like that. How would – and this is f- – probably for my knowledge too, how would you want um, me to confront the situation or how would you advise someone who's got a friend going through the situation where you can see them slipping back yeah. and you don't want them to? Personally, for me, I probably wouldn't want you to approach me or anything like that mm. because I'm so self-aware. Like I know when it's happening. Like I'm fully aware I of it. I get so fucking frustrated though. I'm like, Tal, just come out to fucking yeah, but dinner. Also, it happens to you too when you're in a stress situation. Oh, yeah. You do it as well. My thing is like I just I don't want to be around people. No, and that's the same as me. And I've told you that so yeah. many times. It's like when I'm in that headspace, the last thing – because I feel like because of what I do mm. – in the social media world or whatever. Influencer. I hate that word. Let's not ever <laughs> say that ever again. But in what because I feel like I have, you know, I'm a, I don't know, like I just feel like I always have to be on in yeah. a way because you don't know who you're going to meet and technically I – expect I, your bubbly self all the time. Yeah, I'm 
like I'm a brand. Like, so I have to be, I feel like I always have to be on in a way. So sometimes in situations like dinners or lunches, like it happened a couple of weeks ago, like I bailed on a dinner because I just couldn't be bothered being on. And I said that to you, I was like, I really, really want to go to this dinner, but I just can't be fucked being on. Like, I just don't have the energy Mm. and I don't want to have to sit there and like, I just, I'm a cancerian. I'm a cancerian. Sorry. I was literally just Sarah's like giving me the eyes, like talking to the microphone. I'm like, it's fine. I'm a talk louder. I talk louder. I talk loud. Very good English. Um, but so I kind of know when I don't like need to be around people and that's, yeah. But I would prefer if you didn't say anything to me, that's just me. It depends what kind of headspace they're in. I mean, if you can see like someone. Imagine if it was your little sister or something. Yeah, I mean, it's hard though. Like it kind of sometimes triggers you more. And if you said something to me, it might trigger me more and like I'd be like, well, fuck you. I'm not going to eat the next meal or something like that. But I'm so self-aware that I wouldn't do that. But a lot of girls, a hand on my heart would be like that. You yeah, would trigger them. I actually, I, I agree with that. Them. And in my head then I was just thinking I think the best way to pull someone out of a space where it it might not just be eating disorder, it could be something else. It's just be like, do something fun with them. Yeah. Do something that you know that's going to spark a little bit of joy in their life and then hopefully that will start a roll-on effect for them. Yeah, I just think like even when I remember when I was like anorexic and if people ever said anything, it triggered me so much and it'd make me actually skip the next meal because I'd be so angry at them. Um, but again, it depends who, like who it is, what headspace they're in and all that kind of stuff. It's hard. It's, it's hard confronting anyone with a, a mental illness or a struggle and stuff like that, because you don't want to hurt them and you don't know if it's going to make them spiral. It's definitely hard. It's something you and I both have to work on because we're, we're self-diagnosed helpers, fixers. Mm, and yeah, it's we're, true. We're drawn to people like that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And you touched on social media. Let's go go to social media. I won't mention the word. No, because I don't – I wouldn't call myself an influencer. I mean, I influence – okay, I do. I influence people 100%. I know that. But I'm so much more than an influencer. That's, That's why kind, I kind of, of a dirty like, word, yeah, isn't it? I, I don't it know. Too. It's just like – and I get it. Like I do – you know, I could – you know, put up a muesli bar or something and yeah. then people will go by. Like I get What's that. What's in that? Yeah. Can I have that? It's like, I don't make me skinny. It's yeah. just got to do this. It's like, don't use that word skinny. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I get it. I'm an inf- – like I do influence people but like, come on, I'm so much more than that. You I would are. hope so. You <laughs> are. Yeah. Um, but for people that do follow you, mm-hmm. can you just touch base? They've probably seen it and wondered why you've might have had a few dms i don't know you haven't i haven't been privy to those conversations you've recently changed your personal page from mm-hmm. tully lou to tully humphrey yes i have um so i did this purely so when i first started and you got a blue star yes. tick sister yes Woo. i got a blue tick Woo. <laughs> yes clap <laughs> I did get a blue tick, guys. Um, No, so not that that's everything, but it's exciting. (laughs) I did get a phone call and and she was like, Sarah, Sarah. like I I don't know who else to call. Yeah, I know you're going to be the only one that's really excited (laughs) for me. I got a blue tick. I did call mum too and mum's like, oh, that's nice. I was like, mum. I was – I did put it on a little bit for you because I knew it meant a lot to you. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't mean a lot. It's just exciting. Like I mean, it is. Yeah, but I'm a little bit jealous. Yeah, well, you just have to go up a few more k. <laughs> um, no, so I basically changed the. Um, so, oh, sorry. When I first started the brand, I obviously had the Instagram. My when I was younger, a lot of people. That's used, what the brand Tully Lou was yeah, built on. Exactly. The that's how. Wear. Yeah. So when I was younger, a lot of people. My middle name was Louise, and a lot of people like my dad be like, t- call me Tully Lou, and all that kind of stuff, and. When I was kind of worked out that I wanted to start a brand, I always wanted to call it like be a part of my name because I, I kind of I knew I had a cool story, and I when I started the brand, I wanted to use my story to inspire women and to start the brand. So it was kind of like a marketing kind of vibe, I guess. Hundred percent, and probably is still our our best marketing yeah, tool it is. for the brand. Yeah, so that's why I created it, but. 
when Instagram kind of first started is when I created it. So I was kind of using it as a personal one as well because I wanted to like launch my story, but then I was using it as a brand. And back then brands hadn't really cottoned on to Instagram. It was kind of more like to share your photos and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I had it. And then I was like literally like launching collections and like using all our campaign images on Instagram on my personal page. And it kind of grew quickly because I'd have girls that would regram and if they would regram a campaign for then I get quite a few followers because it just works so well then. Like I said, it wasn't like what it is now. So that's kind of why I started it and had it as the brand name Tully Lou. And then I just kept it for a long time because like I said before, I was getting work myself um, as an influencer. (laughs) There was a bit of the crossover. People were confused. Yeah, Yeah. it was. It was confusing. And I can see that it was confusing, but because I'd built the brand on that and I kind of built my kind of – personality I suppose brand on that I didn't know what to do like I think I was scared for a long time and then at the end of last year I think I was listening to a podcast or I was reading something I can't remember and one of the things or maybe it was mercury in retrograde I can't remember mm-hmm. but one of the things I was, know what it was what was it I it was that remember. it was that horoscope app we have on our phone oh yes uh, co-star yes yeah which we freaking live by I mean co-star if you're listening please sponsor this show because we're like obsessed um I pretty we could have much a, rule my day we by, could have a whole conversation oh, on co-star and astrology and, yeah 100 um so basically yeah my co-star was like do something today that scares the hell out of you and we'd had the discussion for quite a while I'd had a discussion with my management like all that kind of stuff and I was thinking shit what scares the hell out of me And I was like, that actually scares the shit out of me. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to change it and just see what happens. And I also have this weird relationship and I've spoken to Sarah about this before. I felt like when it was Tully Lou, I couldn't be myself. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. There was a lot of things that I was like, oh, can I do that? Can I do that? And I'm like, no, this is who I am. But then there was this thing that was like stopping me. And I was like, it was quite stressful. And I know like on the outside that might not seem so, but it was stressing me out and I was getting anxious and it was really bothering me. So yeah, I changed at the end of last year. And then now it's still Tully Humphrey. So I feel so much more relaxed about it now. More free. Yeah. You can even see that like, oh, I don't effing hate Instagram. Like I do use it a lot. But mm. how you were just describing how stressed it is yeah. for you. I'm like, that's pretty fucked that social media can cause that much well, stress. Well, it is. It's like stress because it's just like – but I don't It's even, business too. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It was my – it was business on both sides. It was business on Tully Lou and then it was business on my stuff for like ambassador roles yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I did feel this weird like feeling in my stomach. It was weird. I see from your post now that you are a lot – uh, more free in yeah. your post. Like you post whatever the fuck you yeah, want now, I like whether care. it's sneakers on a chick, like mm-hmm. you're just like you're a lot more creative yeah, if I Yeah, and I like say. that because that's – that, and that's what I was saying. I felt like I lost myself with Instagram yeah. and that's exactly right. I felt like I lost myself because I was like, oh, my God, I love this image I love creating this content but I can't post it mm-hmm. or all this stuff. And now you I'm just You secretly like, do have about five Instagrams that – um you started like doing that, then you'd stop. Like people, like I remember our photographer Higgsy was like Tully. I don't know what Instagram yeah. to tag you no, on. No, because okay, that's another thing. So when we had the Tully Lou account, then I created my own personal account mm. just for friends and family. Like I literally had like 150 or 300 followers of close friends and family, and people would like try to add me, and I'm like, I actually don't know you, so I'm not accepting you because mm. I wanted it just to be me, and I wanted to post photos like you know, of my family or like stuff that was a bit more personal Personal. that I would probably more post on Facebook because Mm -hmm. Facebook to me is like friends and family. Like, I mean, there's a few randoms on there that like I might have met in Thailand when I was drunk, (laughs) but like, or like people I went to yoga training with, but I feel like Facebook was more personal and I kind of wanted to have that on Instagram. So then I did have a Tally Humphrey account, but it was just private. So I had that for a while. That's now deleted because I created Tully Humphrey as the Tully Lou account. But, yeah, I do. I feel more free. And since Instagram has changed the likes, the algorithms, Mm -hmm. all that, do you find less pressure to post at certain times or do you just post? Uh, Because for me, noticing people who are on the Mm. gram and those influencers, I'm like – they're posting real like more authentic shit now yeah. that they're not chasing likes and followers. Yeah, I mean, so you still can see likes. Um, there is a way that you can like uh, as a so you can go on to yeah no, but like for me, like I can see my likes. If I really wanted to see, I can click on 
like someone that's liked my photo and then the back end will be like, oh, there's been 550 people that like this photo. But wow. public, you can't. Um, there are ways that you can. So, um, but I, I actually have a life hack for this too. If, if you log on to Instagram on your desktop. Yes, you can see. Yeah. yeah. So it's like not completely gone. Um, so, but no, nah, that doesn't, that doesn't really bother me. Like it actually doesn't because I'm just like, well, fuck you all. I like this photo. I'm going to post it. And if I get likes, then amazing. If I don't, don't. Like it doesn't like doesn't define you as a person yeah. it doesn't define you as a brand it doesn't define your instagram so for me i'm just like yeah but i know a lot of girls or a lot of guys girls guys each whatever um do because that they might rely on those posts for income so mm-hmm. i get it but i'm just like nah whatever good on you you do you boo yeah Oh my gosh, do not say boo. I was oh waiting my God. for that. Seriously, guys, she's been saying the word boo. I mean, boo is like what, like two years old, whatever. But Sarah's been saying it ridiculously a lot lately. And I'm just like, do not call me Humphrey and do not call me boo. I, I was waiting for that oh. reaction. Anyway, next question. For- <laughs> next. Uh, for anyone wanting to start a business, because Tully Lou was born and bred on Instagram. Do you mm-hmm. think, still think Instagram's a powerful tool to build a strong foundation for a brand? Yeah, that's a hard question because like it's been a long time since I've launched. It'd be hard. You'd have to do a whole different marketing. Like mm-hmm. it'd be very hard. I think you would definitely have to pay like to use ads, ads, advertising and stuff like that in order to build followers, use influencers. It's so hard. Like back then you could get an influencer or someone that had a good following to post your product and then you'd just get like hundreds of followers. It just doesn't work That's like that. It's a lot more people, natural. People can see like now it's – I actually effing hate when you can see it's just such a pay post. I'm like, yeah. guys. I know, but – to be honest, that's what the world's coming to. Like I was talking about this the other day. It's like no one's paying for paid advertising space in magazines anymore. It's Instagram. So you're just going to have to get used to it because yeah. it literally is what is coming, you know, it's what's happening now. It's like people are using digital influencers or digital in order to promote their brands and stuff like that. And I think it's just something that we're just going to have to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool content. You did that well. Oh, that's not very authentic, whatever. But I think it's just you just have to get used to it because um, for me as a brand and us as a brand, there's no way I'd pay $6,000 for a magazine advertising space at the moment. But if you had six influencers in front of me, pay them $1,000, I would consider it. But you have to choose your influencers so wisely. Oh, 100%. Like you want to know their insights. You want to know for us, we're obviously a female brand. I want to know how many of your followers are female, their target, their age. I want to know. But even when we have done that, it hasn't necessarily come to fruition. No, it doesn't. Like you'll be like, oh, they've posted. They have (sighs) nothing coming from it. But also that's our fault. We should have probably done a little bit more research in order who we were using. So um, we know now what kind of people work for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to my best friend, Rosalia Russian. If you're a brand, fucking get her on board (laughs) because she sells products. Get it, girl. Get it. Um, She sells products. So we now know – who kind of works for us. And if we were to go get more influencers, we would do a lot more research because it's just like you have to be so strategic and like some girls that are like arse and tits, yes, they might have a lot of followers, but guys, how what, how many women are following them? Yeah, exactly. Because I can tell you now, if they're, if they're posting tits and ass, a majority of their followers are going to be males. Yeah. To be fair. Strongly agree. Now, I wanted to give um, the people a little bit of an insight of what we do when we're away, what kind of games we play because we spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we do play a few games. Yeah. And I was wondering what game do you want to play right now for the people? Oh, my God. Um, I could only think of one game that we play. Get out. What's one? What's another one? What's the game we play in the cryo Yeah, chamber? that's the one that I'm thinking of. But what other games do oh, we play? Like we, we're like if you could like oh, yeah, go okay. to McDonald's, oh, what yeah, would you eat? Oh, yeah, this is my favourite game. Okay, so if you could only eat one cuisine mm. for the rest of your life, breakfast, lunch and dinner, what would it be? One, only one. Do I have to guess for you or – Oh, that's a sometimes, good one. Sometimes we rever- like reverse it and so and you're like, nah. Okay, nah, okay. Yeah, guess nah. for me. Wait, whoa, 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 I've got to think for a I second. know, I know. I you got two. I know. Yeah, it. but we only said one. Okay, two. You can choose two. I, yours would be Japanese and Greek. 
Yeah, that's right. That would be actually true. I know you yeah. so well. I One reason, okay, Greek, because you'd have like Greek yogurt in the morning. Like I freaking love Greek food and like give me like saganaki, halloumi, and I'm like done. Um, and Japanese, like Japanese probably one of my favourite cuisines. I love Mexican and I'd probably choose Mexican, but it's too What are you going to have much. for breakfast? Yeah, too much. So I think it has to be Japanese. You're not going to have a taco with eggs and bacon or something. With birch and muesli. <laughs> Vomit. No, thank you. Um, yeah, no, that's right. I said, I have to actually of birch and muesli. Uh, one thing I think people would be really, really interested in you mm-hmm. and probably want to know a bit more, what is your daily routine like? Like I know you have a pretty hectic routine when you wake up, what you Wait, eat. Wait, are we talking about like my eating routine or are we talking Everything, about – Everything, like, yeah, because – Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're so, a bit – we're both very habitual. So like yeah. I know people will be like, oh, my God, what kind of skincare does she use? And shout out, she's like my best buddy and she gives <laughs> – <laughs> This one over here never freaking washed her face no, until she was like 29. Still? Oh. You don't. Sometimes. That's some, bad, guys. If you don't wash your cleanse, face, you need to moisturise, guys. because we're not getting any younger. I don't want to have, like, wrinkles And everywhere. we're single. Yeah. <laughs> we need to find yeah. ourselves some husbands. Exactly. <laughs> I need to look five years younger, guys. Um, no, so I am an early riser. I usually get up at 5.34 to be exact. I'm a freak and I can't get up at, like, even – like, I know that's an even number, but, like, I would not get up. If you told me to get up at 5.30, 5:30 I'd be like 5.31. Yeah. Like I just want that extra. I'm the same. So I get up at 5.34. The thing is though, actually when we're in LA, we'll be like, what time did you set your alarm for? And I'll be like 6.11. Yeah. And, and I'm like, like, shit, I do. <laughs> we actually think the same yeah, too, which is crazy. Um, And yeah, so I get up at 5.34. I get up, brush my teeth because I can't stand not brushing my teeth. I think it's disgusting. Furry, gross, sets me up. I'll go either for like a workout and then I go for get coffee, come back, do emails. Um, it depends what day it is as well. Like some days, like there's three days a week where we all like me, Sarah and a couple of other girls go to Fox Fit. So I'll like go to Fox Fit. So I'll do emails, work a little bit, then go to Fox Fit. I know that's things that stream like two workouts, but like, I don't know. It just kind of, I like, like it's I like fun. that It's workout. a catch up. Like I yeah. think actually all my all my workouts, except for probably yoga, are a catch up with girlfriends. Yeah, same. And I think it's important to do stuff like that. So I'll do that, and then I'll probably work for the rest of the afternoon. Like I'll come back home, eat breakfast. Sorry, what is breakfast? Tell me. So what breakfast, breakfast is. I love like. I mean, it depends again what day it is, but let's just say it was yesterday. I have you had breakfast at my house. Oh yeah, I did too. Still eating breakfast. Um, so I love like the what's that brand that I like? Not Chaboni, the other one. Dodoni. Is that the one? Yeah. Vanilla Don't, yogurt. Oh, my God. The vanilla yogurt takes like a cheesecake. I Shout out even. for the sponsor of yeah. the podcast, guys. <laughs> I know, guys. But seriously, that vanilla yogurt is freaking next level. It's so good. So I have that with like protein. You've actually recommended that to numerous people. Yeah, I know I have. Yeah. And it's just so delicious. doesn't last long in my house, that's for sure. Um, I have that with like protein powder, like nuts and seeds, peanut butter or almond butter and a bit of fruit, like um, yeah, it's probably most of my days. I'll have like birch and muesli or like porridge depending on the season. Then I have that and then I'll just work for the rest of the day and then the, like in the afternoon, like I kind of like finishing at like three or four just for a couple of hours to go to Coles or like whatever. And then Snacks, I, lunch, anything thrown yeah, in Yeah, so there. if I have lunch, I'll have like sushi or like tuna and like salad. Some Sometimes I'm not a massive lunch eater to be mm. fair. We like, actually tend to have breakfast quite late. Yes, I have. Yeah, we do. Like probably like 11, so 11.30. We're kind of like – accidentally intermittent yeah, fast. But t- like if I'm like, if I end up eating lunch, I'll probably have like sushi or like yeah. a, f- but it get, again, it depends what time we're eating. Like if we've got Fox fit, I probably wouldn't have lunch because it's just too late. In snacks. The day. What do you go to snacks? Um, I would love like protein bars, like nuts, seeds, bananas. Give us some recommendations. Sometimes sure. hard boiled eggs. Like it just depends what I feel like. Snacks. Snacks. Protein bars. What do you eat? Tell me, brand. what protein bars? So Bondi protein, I eat. I also have their their peanut butter flavor. Yeah, oh my God. delicious. Um, I have those. Like I've had health lab balls. Like I just any kind of what's that Julian Bakery oh, one? Yeah, yeah, I have those. I've got like bulletproof. You're into yeah, bulletproof. Yeah, I love the bulletproof. You bars. have a and little you put hack them in, about them. Yeah, yeah, if you put them in the freezer, they are so good. They kind of taste like an ice cream a little bit. They're really good because they're kind of like melty because mm-hmm. they've got coconut oil or MCT yep. oil. MCT. 
Yeah, so they go a little bit melty. So it's kind of really nice to put them in the freezer. Um, So they're kind of like the ones that I go on like rotation. And then if I'm not feeling like that, like I have a hard-boiled egg or carrots and like hummus or something like that. And then dinner, like creature of habit, I always have the same shit all the time. Like I'll eat like salmon. um, Roast veggies or something. Roast vegetables with like tofu, hummus, or like I have like a salad bowl with like tuna and like. Do you eat much red meat for the people? I know the answer to this, but. Not really. Like I do love like. And the more that I'm like reading more about like global warming and like all this stuff, it's kind of putting me off a little bit. And I've been reading a lot about like cancer and like, you know, having an alkaline diet. Um, It's kind of been freaking me out a little bit, but like I kind of also know when I do need to eat meat, I'm kind of like one of those people, once I'm feeling really low in like iron and stuff, I'm like, oh, I think I need like meat. Um, And I'm a sucker for like homemade like burgers, like Rissol burgers. Like I I do make really good burgers. Um, So like, I don't eat much red meat. And because, like, I'm only cooking for one, it's, like, annoying. Yeah. Like, so if I go home back to mum and dad's, like, I'll have, like, a steak or something but not a massive red, eat, red so meat So then either. after dinner, sit down on the couch, have a little – Yeah, sit down. Like, um, I – How do you unwind at Well, night? in between that, I'd probably work again. Like, I probably yeah. do emails again and stuff at, like, six just to go through, like, last-minute things. It, it depends how busy we are too. Have a little flick on Tinder, Bumble. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Nah, not into there's that a, shit there's, a, there's a few, there's a few combos that we're like, yeah. oh look at this guy. Oh my god, um, far out, no, single so, life, ladies. Um, I will, yeah, just chill and watch like Netflix or something. Or sometimes like I'll call some friends like that I haven't just to catch up or like Facetime and stuff. Like I've got one best friend that lives in Queensland, so sometimes like I'll Facetime her and her daughter before Cute. they have dinner. Um, I've got another friend in London, so it's like friends that like I can't talk to all the time. Like I'll, that aren't around Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. that I'll call. Um, uh, and then, yeah, do That's that. That's really nice you still chocolate. stay connected with everyone. Yeah, I do. I feel like it's also, I don't know, like the, this year I've kind of made a conscious effort to do more things with people that I love and care for. And yeah. even if that's a phone call, then I do that. It makes just, you feel good, makes them feel good. Yeah, and it's also nice. Like a lot of my friends are across, you know, the world or whatever. So, yeah, it's good. And then I'll have like a hot chocolate, do that, and just kind of like unwind. It's not and then, just an ordinary hot chocolate. Oh, no, mine is now at the moment. Really? I haven't been putting mushroom stuff in it. No, I got a little bit. I had one one day that made me feel a little bit Guys, this, it is the healthiest hot chocolate you'll ever Oh, yeah. Hear. Literally cacao powder, stevia, and hot water. And Dang. then sometimes like reishi if I've got mushroom powder. Yeah. But I had, I had one. I felt like the reishi was off. It tastes weird. Um, And then I'll – yeah, go to bed. I usually like maybe like read a book. I'll always do a gratitude diary. So I'll Cute. write three things down that I was grateful for that day. Um, I always do that. Even if I don't have my notepad, I'll do it in my phone. Like That's if I'm a away. really nice habit. I yeah. do that at night too. If I'm away and I don't have my notepad, I'll just write it in my phone. Uh, just do that. And then I always try and meditate. Like even five to ten minutes before I go to bed, I always – I'm a night meditator. I know there's a lot of people that get up in the morning and meditate. I can't because I'm like I need those extra like five, mm. ten minutes because I get up so early, right? Um, I'm getting up 5.34 for a 6 a.m. class. Like I've got no time to meditate. Like just literally brush my teeth and out the door. So I – and I like meditating at night after I've done my gratitude diet because I'm like, okay, they were the three things that happened. Focus on those good things or um, that kind of stuff. And, yeah, I just do that and then I just go to sleep. Like I try not to scroll on my phone when I finish meditating. Like it's something that I'm quite aware of. Like I don't like scrolling on my phone after I've meditated. I feel like it. Like I feel like I've undone what I've yeah, just exactly. did. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just try and go straight to sleep. And I'm a deep sleeper. Like I'm dead to the world once I hit the pillow. I really like how you skipped over your skin beauty regime. Oh, so yeah, you don't You don't give me the insight <laughs> secrets. <laughs> I Bitch, forgot about please. that. Okay, so, yeah, before I go to bed, I obviously do like cleanse, tone, moisturize. It is actually like it's a process. A it's at least 10 to 15 minutes. And this is why I just have never really got into it because you're like, no, you have to. And then I'm like, now I have to start my nighttime routine. Like you know what? You can do it quicker. Minutes. But it's fine. Like, so I'll do that. You got me onto the, those little vibrating. Oh, they're the best. Or oh, So there's one, there's a really good one coming out, guys, from um, Foreo. Yeah, it's really good. It's, um, yeah, I can't wait for you guys to, like, it's so good. So I have, I've been. It has changed my skin. I yeah, have to give you that. I have been lucky enough to be given a sample from these guys and um, it's literally tightened and firmed my skin so much. So we love that. <laughs> Anything like that, please. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like cheap and just like, yeah. So do you have a go-to brand for your, like, Skincare? what do we use? Prime. No, we don't use a primer at that time. We use. What, I'd stop. like to know if Sarah knows what a primer actually is. Yeah, you put it on before your makeup. Oh, I saw, I saw Rose. A post about it the other day. That's <laughs> why. Um, 
No, I we use so I use that vibrating thing. Yeah, and for you. Yep, and then sometimes I don't know what exactly it is, but the lady's like, it's like you um put it on your skin, then whatever you put on next, it really soaks it up. Don't a know serum, vitamin C. No, it's like a. I don't know. I don't know. But Guys, then if use, you work in a beauty department or a skincare department, you need Sarah I'm and just your, sell her. I can be your number one. I will, please. I walk into Rationale. I'm like, money bang. Yeah, gone. but it's like worth it, guys. It's worth it. Yeah, so I do that and then I just go to bed. And that's yeah. a day. Boom. That's done. Yep. So creature of habit, get up early, mm-hmm. exercise, eat well. Do you ever eat shit food? Because <laughs> okay. I eat yes. a lot more shit than you. Let's Yeah, but in. then that's – I like – I and I drink a lot more than yeah, you. Yeah, I don't necessarily love shit food. Yeah. Like if I – like I will 100% like go out and, you know, if it's like a good quality pizza or it's like good quality like yeah. shit food. Like not that pizza's shit but like stuff like You're that. You're not going to go bloody have Domino's. No, 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 no way. No, I would not. Or Pizza Hut or stuff like yeah. that. No, 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 no. Um, But it doesn't <laughs> – like – <laughs> I could not tell you the last time I had McDonald's. Yep. It does not make me feel good. I feel shit. I'm probably more one to go for like sweeter food than greasy food. Mm-hmm. Like if you if I was at a birthday and there was like a mud cake, I would eat that, right? Like, um, but I like I do eat shit food. Like I do. Um, but it just doesn't make me feel good. So I know it's gonna make me feel shit. And then the next day I know I'm gonna feel shit. Okay. So, but like I said, having said that, like we, like a couple of months ago we went out for like Italian and I had pizza and like all that kind of stuff. Like I, w- I don't not have Eat it. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, drinks. Yeah. What's your <gasps> tequila of choice? Huh. So I am a tequila girl to the T. Like they call me Tequila Tully. Like she no comes. Re- tequila Tully comes out <laughs> of the closet, y'all. We're actually we're about to head back to I, LA and Mexico. And Tully on a group chat with our um, best mate the other day was like, "Yeah, woo, Tequila <laughs> Tully's coming out." I was like, "Damn, I cannot wait for this trip, yeah. guys." Oh shivers! Sorry, I just dropped my headphones. Um, no, yeah, I'm a tequila girl. I love, love, love tequila. Like I will have. It has to be good quality tequila. I can't do shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually like tequila on the rocks with fresh lime. Like give that to me and I'm done. Um, love that. I love a margarita on the rocks. I also love red wine. I'm very particular though with red wine. I don't you'll like be out on. for dinner and message me or call me and be like, oh, which you'll red send me the menu and you'll be like, because what sometimes it's kind of confusing. Wine? And yeah. this Italian over here like is like queen of red wine. Like if there's not a um, temperate. Tempranillo, a Spanish grape, and yeah. the Malbec. Yeah, that's they're nice. my true favorite. And if there's not any of them on the menu, I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what to order because I don't like Pinot. It's too light yeah, and acidic agree. for me. And you know, you don't really like a Shiraz because some I do, some you do it's a but, bit heavy. Yeah. Um. So I'm always if there is nothing on there and I can't get on, on contact with you, I'll get a Shiraz. But I I just don't like a Pinot. I don't know why. It's just so light and acidic. You'll literally be on a date for you on and be like, oh, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, get me the tequila. Yeah. I need tequila. Um, but, yeah, they're kind of my drinks of choice, I'd have to say. Yeah, cool. And so let's wrap this up and finish it off. But before we do, tell me, give me three things you're excited for this year. Three things. Um, Apart for being always present in my company and launching this podcast with me. Yes. Well, I have to say that's probably one of them. I'm excited because this is definitely something that's – actually, when I did my goals last year, Mm. it was like one of my things, oh, this is good. I can tick it off today. I feel good. (laughs) Um, But one of my things for 2020 was to start a podcast. So um, definitely one thing that excites me. Second, I'm really, really freaking excited to launch this like new basics range, the core collection, just to really kind of branch out to different customers and different a different audience than what we usually would. I'm very proud of this design you've done on this panel, fabric and everything. It's going to be exciting and I'm excited. It's a game changer. I'm excited to shoot different girls Mm because we're doing, like I said before, like a diversity kind of campaign. I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be fun. And then like I'm obviously excited for like LA and Mexico in a a month, which is going, I hope we have some really fun stories. We'll have to do like a recap episode in like May. We might have to put it like a- Oh, sorry. I just whacked my hand. This is going to be like, we might have to do a forewarning. Guys, this is an R18 plus only. Sorry. (laughs) Not busy today guys but um and yeah just excited for that and this year I've kind of gone into this year with like kind of 
more of a positive attitude, I suppose. And I'm really proud I of myself. I agree with that. Yeah. You've kicked off this year. So you're like, the end of last year, you're like, set. I'm like, next year, it's, it's my just going to be, I'm going to be fun. Like, yeah. I remember end of January, I was like, tell, we're at a new month. January was bloody yeah, sick. I, we've had like a fun start of yeah. the year. And I just want to continue that mentality throughout the yeah. year. Um, last year was pretty shit. And I just like want to focus on being positive and like having fun and being a yes person sometimes. <laughs> so, I'm sometimes like, no, not might be the right answer. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So like I say I'm a yes person and I'm like, like hundred percent trying to be a yes person, but there's some things where I'll be like, no. Um, so yeah, I'm excited um, for that. Cause I just feel like I feel happier as a person and I feel a bit more carefree. Like I actually give zero fucks. Some things I give fucks about, but I feel like there's a lot of things that would really bother me like last year or the year before and I'd be like, oh my God, what are people going to think or whatever. And now I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. It's who I am. If you don't accept who I am or my actions or my whatever, then – and you own like, – like as you guys all aware, this year has been pretty – crappy for like you know Kobe Bryant and like mm. you know all these weird tragedies have happened and it's really sparked this thing inside me that's fuck you only do have one life 100%. and you really do need to live yeah so um I'm kind of excited to have that positivity uh I can't wait to have this year with you it sounds gonna be bloody exciting yeah no it's going to be fun thank you for letting me sit down and interview it's you. it's a bit weird actually I'm nervous because I'm usually the um like I am now, the person getting interviewed. So I'm nervous to interview you because I've never been the interviewer. Oh, let's yeah. see how that pans so, out. Um, yeah, but it's been fun and I hope – I think we will launch this episode. I think it's it been fun. That's insightful. Yeah. You're a great influencer. So <laughs> if you said you're a great influencer, boo, I'd be like, uh, please cut Don't worry, now. I'll probably wrap it up and be like, that's it, boo, thank you, uh, bye. Nah. So, um, yeah, I think this will probably be a bonus episode on the podcast. So we're going to launch one a week. Yeah, yeah, and, and with some epic people mm-hmm. from business, thought provokers, convo starters, everything like that. People doing fun. really cool shit in the community and starting conversations that will provoke different thoughts in your head and start conversations amongst your groups mm-hmm. of friends. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited to be doing this, guys. Yeah, really and excited. Have you with us? So are you going to wrap it up or is it going to nah, be No, that's it, team. <laughs> um, so that's it. Thank you, Tally, and okay. we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.